above the circle, and those tires are on green this time. Remember, they fan out down there to protect them bottom. Little Sunday drive. All right, boss man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Right, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green, green. Welcome, everybody, to the Inside Pass on WSIC TV. We are back for another show. It's uh, week two of NASCAR season uh, as they uh, leave Vegas and head to Fontana, California, Hollywood, uh, as it uh, is known. Tom Baker, Randy Miller here with you. Uh, we've got Brennan Poole coming up uh, in the next segment, so we're going to talk to him about uh, he's had a pretty decent start to his NASCAR career he so has. far. Top 20 finish in the Daytona 500, top 30 this past weekend at Las Vegas, so... Um, plus, he's doing double duty now because he's also going to be running uh, eight races uh, for On Point Motorsports, which is the team he drove for last year, with a really cool organization called Reds. It's uh, basically, um, I'll have to pull it up. It's an acronym for something about the military, but basically they uh, uh, do things to help families that uh, have military members deployed overseas. So um, he, he actually brought a bunch of... Uh, um, veterans to Las Vegas over the weekend for the truck race, so really cool. We'll talk to him about that later on in the show. Um, we're going to break down everything that happened in all three of the uh, NASCAR races this weekend. I also have uh, a tidbit of, I guess, breaking news with uh, Adam Stern, who, tweet, who uh, made an interesting tweet this morning, uh, so uh, we'll talk about that as well. Um, but I wanted to talk about uh, Ryan Newman first, because uh, Sunday morning they had a little press conference at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, uh, where Steve O'Donnell basically um, read a statement that uh, Ryan wrote. Uh, he could not be at the race because uh, I don't think he's allowed to fly, uh, which I'll explain that in a second. Um, but basically, it, it basically just uh, let me let me read some of the, some of the, uh, some of it real quick. I don't want to read all of it because it's basically just a thank you from from Ryan. Basically, he said, uh, "Sorry, I can't be at the track in person." Uh, but Steve asked, "I asked Steve to take a moment to express my sincere appreciation, gratitude." For all of the support that was shown last week for both me and my family, um, he goes on to talk about the outpouring of support, um, not only from fans, but the NASCAR community and Roush Fenway as well, um, and as well as thanking Halifax Medical Center for the best care possible. Um, he goes on to say, I was fortunate to avoid any internal organ damage and broken bones. I did sustain a head injury for which I am currently being treated. The doctors have been pleased with my progression over the last few days. Um, and then again, he goes on to thank everybody else and basically says that Jack Roush assures him that the six car will be waiting for him when he's ready to return. So he kind of shed a little bit of light, Tom, into what actually happened um, as far as the accident goes. It doesn't specify what kind of head injury, but it could be a wide range of anything. And that's the reason why, A, he can't fly, which is why he wasn't in Vegas, um, but two, why he's being kept out of the car right now. Well, yeah, and obviously it would make sense. Anybody who saw the crash, I mean, a head injury would make perfect sense. Um, so, you know, my my sense is that he will probably be back sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. um, again, I'm I'm just basing that on the progress he's made already. Um, but I I believe they're going to take the, their time and make sure, obviously, that he uh, is able to go through the concussion protocol and and all of that. So you know whether we're talking two weeks or six or seven weeks uh, or whatever. Um, it's I I think we're just lucky to to have him in the position he's in and and to know that um, the chances are probably very good um, you know almost a hundred percent I would say that he gets back in the car um, at some point in the future and I think it'll be I would guess I would guess that uh, we would see him back sometime this season. 
Yeah, my my thought would be, you know, it'd probably be a good idea to keep him obviously off of the West Coast wing. And there's only two races left well, on yeah. the West Coast wing, so um, I, I would wait till NASCAR kind of comes back on this side of of the you know area, so that it, within conceivably he could drive if he needed to. But I mean, you know, if you can't fly, yeah. you obviously can't drive a race car. But um, just you know, going back and and looking at the accident again and seeing, you know, that after all that, that's that's the the extent of the injuries. It's just a head yeah. injury. Um, you know, obviously makes. Everything, you know, I guess kind of seemed better. But um, since the accident, there's been a lot of, of talk and a, a lot of, you know, posts and, and articles about the, a lot of the things that, that are in the race car, a lot of the, the roll bars and a lot of the safety innovations that NASCAR has gone through actually was suggested by Ryan Newman um, because NASCAR has kind of worked closely with him over the last several years since he has an engineering degree from Purdue. Um, he's kind of gone to NASCAR and said, hey, you know, why don't you guys look at this and look at that. Um, and they've even taken some of the things that he said about the crash and the, the R&D stuff that they did uh, the last couple of weeks since both mm-hmm. of those cars were taken to the R&D center in Concord and kind of looked at, you know, not only his car but Corey's car as well, the front end of it and how the, the, the car handled the impact of that crash. So they're taking all that data into account. It's going to be interesting to see where they go from here as far as any safety innovations and safety changes they make since they have a new car coming out in 2021. Right. This would be a great opportunity to take that data and take all that information that was garnered in this accident and put it toward that new car to make that car even more safer. Well, I think that's one of the pluses that's mm-hmm. going to come out of this is that um, the the opportunities there, as you said, to learn from what happened here and say, well, is there anything more we could incorporate into this new car since we're still basically in the early testing phase of it anyway? Um, to, uh, to make it even safer. I, I mean, as a non-engineer who really isn't very mechanical, frankly, I'm, I'm amazed that the current car, that, that situation, which was an impact of 55 G's, I mean, that, that's mind boggling how Ryan, walks out of the hospital 48 hours later with a head injury. And I don't want to minimize, I mean, head injuries obviously can be extremely serious, but it appears as though this is a sort of a lingering injury and not, you know, if, if obviously if it were, you know, any kind of life threatening or, you know, anything of that sort, he would still be in the hospital. But um, it's just amazing, amazing how you survive that let alone ponder how can we make the new car even more safe in a 55 G impact. I mean, it's, it's first of all, the chances of that kind of an impact happening again, you would think would be, you know, way uh, less than the chance of hitting the lottery or, you know, getting struck by lightning in your bedroom closet at eight o'clock on a Friday night. Um, But um you know, the fact that NASCAR's trying to do that or, you know, at least pondering that thought it, it explains a lot about how we got to that point in the first place where Ryan could survive that crash because these cars are so f- far safer than, you know, what we had even 20 years ago. It's it's just not even comparable. Mm-hmm. That's true. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back on the other side, we're going to talk to Brennan Poole, the bull, joins us on the Inside Pass right after this. This is News Talk, 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where the lake turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. 
Randy Marion of Statesville has you covered with their state-of-the-art facility, gold-class certified repairs on all makes and models regardless of insurance. Randy Marion Collision of Statesville with 24-hour tow service available. I-40, exit 152, Statesville. Showers tapering later on today, and it'll be mild, 66, overnight low at 43. Then tomorrow, cloudy with a 30% chance for showers, but mild again with a high of 65. Thursday, the sun comes out, but temps will be cooler. High temps only going to hit about 48 degrees. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Koser. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. Action Jackson services commercial and residential cleaning in Iredale and surrounding counties. Rental properties move in and move out. Call today for a free estimate of your cleaning needs. Big or small, we clean them all. 704-928-6818. Action Jackson. Message and data rates may apply. If you're considering going back to school, ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 200 highly ranked degree programs 100% online. You'll learn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. For information, text THINK to 35517. Learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 88% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU online degrees, text THINK to 35517. That's T-H-I-N-K to 35517. Are you looking for new apparel for your business? How about a school or church event? Look no further than Lakeside Custom Tees and Embroidery of Cornelius. Their catalog features t-shirts, hats, jackets, coffee mugs, and more. Their number is 704-274-3730 or shop online at lkscustomtees.com. Lakeside Custom Tees, your exclusive headquarters for Lake Norman gifts and apparel. Hey, it's Margaret Beverage with the WSIC News Department. We greatly appreciate you being a part of our radio family and tuning in to WSIC News Talk for your news first. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass on WSIC-TV. Tom Baker, Randy Miller here with you. We are going to go to the strutmasters.com hotline and talk. Well, I thought we were. Maybe he will call back in a minute. Uh, I was going to say we were going to talk to Brandon Poole, but I, he'll call back. The bull in a hung up before. on us. The bull hung up on us. Maybe he, he's he's so busy right now doing everything he's doing in, we in got life right now. That we got disconnected. Hopefully, he'll call back in a second. Um, I do want to get to the tweet I mentioned, though. Adam Stern, uh, who is a good friend of the show's, uh, he, he'll be back on uh, sometime later in the spring, I'm sure. Um, but he sent out a tweet this morning, which actually has a link to a story on Fox 46 Charlotte. You'd have to look up the website. I don't know what it is. It's, I think it's fox46.com. But anyway, they aired a story on their Good Day Charlotte uh, news program this morning from the Wilkes County City Council 
who has apparently reached out to SMI Corporation, who is, you know, Bruton Smith and the guys that own every single track almost in the NASCAR world, um, basically that. saying that they, they wanted to uh, get North Worksboro uh, revived. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. Right now, let's go to the Strutmasters.com hotline and talk to uh, the driver of the number 15 premium motorsport Chevrolet in the NASCAR Cup Series. They call him The Bull. Brennan Poole is on the Strutmasters.com hotline. Uh, buddy, thanks for, th- thanks for taking some time out to join us this morning. You've been busy. Uh, lately, you got the, the the cup ride going on. You got some eight races with uh, with the On Point Motorsports, which we'll talk about in a minute. But thanks for taking some time out to join us this morning. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me on. It's it's definitely been busy. Yeah, you know, after uh, Daytona being rain delayed, I was home one day last week and turned around and went out to Vegas. But uh, it's been a been a lot of fun and and uh, been been super excited that I've been able to uh, run some of the truck races as well as the cup car. So been a fun couple weeks. Yeah, we'll talk about the truck series in a second because you get a really cool sponsor for those at races that we do want to talk about. But we'll start with the Cup Series stuff. You finished fifth, uh, 16th in the 500, 29th last week at Vegas. Uh, so you guys are, are, are doing pretty good right now. I mean, you know, going into this, uh, the Premium Motorsports team, uh, going through a little bit of a rebuilding phase, you know, they got uh, you and, and, a, and a younger driver to kind of come on board and kind of give them a little bit of, uh, you know, the, the youth movement kind of thing that we've seen a lot in NASCAR. Talk a little bit about uh, what it's like to drive for premium motorsports and the success that you guys have had already in the first two races this season. Yeah, well, Daytona obviously was really good for us, um, being able to, to get that 16th place finish. Uh, we really just stayed out of trouble and, and tried to miss all the crashes and have no mistakes on pit road and, and things like that. And, and uh, we ended up being able to, to come home 16th. So I think we might have had a shot at a little bit better finish, but a couple of those guys crashing and the, and the caution not coming out, you know, I checked up and, and um, you know, kind of fell off the tail end of the, of the draft and that was almost like the last two laps and kind of, you know, took myself out of it. But uh, still was good. And then, of course, you know, the 29th this past weekend at Vegas was a good run for us as well. I think anytime we can finish inside the, the top 30, uh, that's a really good day for us as, as you know, the program is uh, getting better and, and um, you know, r- raising more funding and things like that to, to put yourself in a little bit better position to, you know, have better engines and, and uh, better cars and things like that. But uh, it's really uh, just a dream come true to, to be able to race at the cup level and to, um, you know, be able to have those experiences. There's only 40 guys that get to, to race on Sunday. And um, so to be one of those guys, you know, I feel... Uh, you know, super grateful to to just be able to be there. And, you know, I'm learning a lot. And, and even through these uh, first couple of weeks, you know, I've been able to, to gain some experience. And uh, it's making me better. And, and um, you know, so we'll just see what happens. I was going to ask you about that, Brennan. We had Jordan Anderson on our lead lap show last night. And Jordan, obviously one of the, the smaller truck teams, and was talking about how, um, managing the resources that you have and putting those resources where you think you can get the most back out of them is so important when you're a, a smaller team. Um, and so there are certain tracks, for example, where Jordan seems to run well, where they, you know, they, they take more of their resources and put them into those tracks. And then, you know, the other tracks, you just try to go do the best you can, um, what is it like at Premium Motorsports? Uh, obviously, you're new to the team, and um, you know I know that uh, all of the folks over there are committed to getting better and you know becoming stronger. How are you guys kind of 
planning to work through the season this year? Is it kind of one of those managed resources sort of thing, or are you just kind of dividing equally and trying to go to each track and, and uh, do what you can in that way? Well, I think we do similar things. Um, you know, definitely when we go to the super speedway races, because the draft is such a huge, huge equalizer, you know, we certainly put some more effort into those races because yeah. we feel like we have a good opportunity to run well, you know, but, sure. um, I think, uh, you know, it just depends. I mean, obviously there's certain tracks for me where I feel like I'm stronger as a driver. And so I think there'll be some, some, um, you know, races this season that we might have uh, a little bit, you know, more of an effort put into it. It's hard, it's, it's hard to say it. Like there's a full effort that goes into each weekend, but some weekends you just might have a little bit more money or um, sure. you yeah. know, a little bit better situation to, to, you know, put a better car on the track. But I think, uh, it's just uh, it is tough when you're a small team, and and you know Jordan is in a in a unique situation where he's running his he's running his operation. I I'm fortunate enough. I I just, I just drive the race car and uh, right. you know and try to do my job, and and that's not something that I'm really that much involved in. Although I do know what's going on. You've got now an opportunity to run uh, in the truck series again this year. You have done so well uh, with On Point and had so many good runs with that team. It's great to see you getting some opportunity back with them. Talk about how all of that came together and talk about the sponsor that you've got. Well, I really wanted to continue to work with On Point because of uh, how well we did last year. Um, you know, we really got on a, a strong roll and started clicking off some top tens. And yeah. we had that second place finish at Charlotte. So I didn't want to, um, you know, not be able to continue that, that, that momentum we, we had built together. So uh, I was fortunate enough that, um, you know, I'm doing a lot of work with, um, uh, remember everyone deployed, which is a, uh, a charity that helps active military families. So they throw parties for family members when they're, when they're being deployed, when they're returning, they, they, um, do things like having, uh, making meals for, um, their children and, and oh, wife wow. or husband. And, um, they have movie nights for things like that for, for the family. So it's, they do some really, really cool things. And, um, so it's been uh, really awesome to be able to work with them and, and try to bring awareness to what they do for our active military members. And so when we had the opportunity to raise awareness by um, putting them on the truck, their thing is we, we wear red on Fridays to remember everyone deployed. And a lot of these truck races are on Fridays. So uh, we thought it would be really cool to have a full red truck and, and, um, and do everything like that to uh, remember those deployed and, and um, continue to, to bring awareness to, to what they do to help our active military members. So it's been really, really cool. And um, obviously, I'm only two races in with On Point, but, um, you know, Daytona, we had a really strong truck, and it's just difficult at Daytona. <laughs> just so many crashes. I think I was in every single one, but, um, you know, we were still running at the end and, and, and were able to finish 17th. We had a, uh, we burned a hole in the plug wire and we went down a cylinder and lost some power, but we finished it out and, this past weekend at Vegas, you know, there were a lot of people that had tire issues, and we were one of those teams that struggled with left front tires. We struggled in practice. We thought it might have just been a, a green racetrack. You know, it's a little harder on tires, and uh, you know, we did make some adjustments to make it better. But in the race, it just on the longer runs, my truck was really good to fire off, and and um, the left front tires on us just kept coming apart. And um, so at the end of runs, it was very challenging for us to stay uh, in the mix. So we did everything we could there and um, got a top fifteen finish, but. 
uh, I think as the year goes on, um, you know, we'll continue to get uh, back on a rhythm, and, and I think we're going to have some good opportunities to hopefully maybe win a truck race this year. So I'm excited about where the team's at and the things we're doing and where we're going. Yeah, I think everybody remembers last year at Charlotte. Uh, you finished, I think, in the top five. You had, like, you know, broken this, broken that, and, you know, running on three wheels with a flat and all kinds of weird <laughs> things going on in your truck. But you did, I mean, you made the most of the opportunity, and, and I think that's what a lot of people kind of was like, who is this Brennan Poole guy? You know, he, he's out there running with, you know, a banged-up truck and still managed to finish in the top five. But a lot of people... You know, looking back at your career, you started in light models. You know, you ran a lot of the race, a lot of the tracks around here locally, um, getting the opportunity to run for uh, for Chip Ganassi, and then the whole, you know, DC Solar deal happened. And, and unfortunately, you know, you were kind of the odd man out there. But it's great to see you get back on your feet and get into an organization where you can kind of, you know, re, kind of remake a name for yourself. The on-point thing, I think, is going to be great uh, for your career. I, I think you're, you guys are going to get, you know, if you don't get a win, you guys will get really, really close this season, but uh, I know that you can't do this all by yourself. So, so take a little bit of time and thank uh, all of those that help not only your cup effort but your truck effort as well. Well, it's just you know it's been one heck of a journey. I'll tell you that I've had a, a interesting career and I've learned a lot through it and uh, become a better driver and, and person. You know, God's taught me a, a lot over the past several years, but. Um, you know, this year, you know, I, I met um, the Spartan Mosquito guys. They did a truck race for us last year at Talladega. And, and um, I mean, just unbelievable uh, group of individuals. You know, they do a, a lot of stuff for, for the military as well, and, and, and they give back so much. So I couldn't, I, I mean, I just couldn't be with a better group of, of people. But um, Spartan Mosquito is, um, you know, the main sponsor, my flagship sponsor on the Cup cup size this year for for over 15 races uh it's been a lot of fun working with them they were of course my sponsor at the daytona 500 but you know there's a lot of other people that help as well you know we had gettle um, air conditioning and, and plumbing last week and, and they're uh, with us for another race coming up here soon and um you know we're doing a lot of stuff on the cup side as well for three races with the children's miracle network hospitals i'm really excited about that um, you know, we did this cool deal where the children have drawn what the what the car is going to look like, and and I'm I'm just so excited about that and and being able to go visit uh, some of these hospitals uh, throughout the year and spend some time with those kids. It's just going to be uh, so much fun and also something we can do to try to uh, build awareness for those kids and bring some bring some more um, funding and things like that in for for these children. But uh, it's just um, you know I'm really fortunate that I'm in this situation i'm still racing i'm still making a living doing something i really love to do and uh, of course i wouldn't be able to do it without um, all those people that uh who have supported me over the past couple years and, and have given me the opportunity to be here right, well brendan we wish you the best of luck on the cup series side also on the truck series side we got to get you into the studio here in uh, statesville uh whenever you get some free time and, and come join us on a show live in the studio one of these days yeah, that would be awesome. I'm not too far away. I'm like 30 minutes south of you guys, I think. So uh, anytime, right. let me know. We'll, we'll work it out. We'll work it out with your PR people. We, we'll, we'll definitely get you in. Uh, especially, you know, when you guys have an off weekend with the NASCAR series or something, we'll get you in the studio with with us. Yeah, guys, that sounds good. Thanks. Right. Best of luck uh, this weekend at Fontana and uh, the rest of the season. We'll talk to you again soon, Brennan. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, I'm Brendan Poole, everyone. The Bull is he's on. I'm gonna get a, uh, next time he's on. I'm gonna try to get a, get him to tell us why how he got that nickname. I really, yeah, I'm really. It's always an interesting story behind the nickname. Just, yeah, nicknames are always interesting. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about NASCAR Weekend in Vegas right after this. The NSFS on WSIC.
Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where Cornelius turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Covering Lake Norman and the region, WSIC News is next. You've turned in to hear local news and so have a lot of other people. Your business could be advertising right here. Find out how affordable it can be. Call 704-872-6345. 704-872-6345. From the WSIC News Desk, I'm Margaret Beveridge. Lincoln County Sheriff's Office narcotics investigators arrested two people on drug-related charges following a vehicle chase in southeastern Lincoln County. Philip Thomas and Brittany Lingerfeld of Iron Station were both charged with felonies. The City of Statesville Electric Utilities has received the prestigious Public Power Awards of Excellence in four key areas of service, recognizing Statesville as one of the top performers of public power in the state for 2019. Two Charlotte men were arrested around 11 p.m. on February 22nd when they tried to leave the Walmart in Denver with flat screen televisions and other items without paying, according to the Lincoln County Sheriff's Office. For more information, visit WSICFM.com. The North Carolina High School Athletic Association released playoff brackets for the state playoffs on Sunday evening. Iredell County had seven qualifiers. For more on this, visit WSICFM.com. I'm Margaret Beveridge with WSIC News. Hey, this is Jessica Babington from Trump International Realty here in Mooresville. Come see us for all your Lake Norman real estate needs. Check us out online at TrumpInternationalRealty.com. Again, that's TrumpInternationalRealty.com. This report is brought to you by Sawyer Insurance and Financial Services. It's a new year and a great time to reevaluate your insurance and portfolios. A second opinion is always a good idea. Give Sawyer Insurance a call at 704-664-4838. Showers tapering later on today and it'll be mild, 66, overnight low at 43. Then tomorrow, cloudy with a 30% chance for showers, but mild again with a high of 65. Thursday, the sun comes out, but temps will be cooler. High temps only going to hit about 48 degrees. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Koser. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. Erie Insurance says here's to the grown-ups who move, mortgage, mow, and still bust a move. But does your home insurance still fit? Erie helps you protect the home you've grown into, all at fair prices that are often less than the other guys. So how do you find the right coverage? Magic. Nope, local independent agents who get to know you like this. Your local area agent in Mooresville is Sawyer Insurance. Get a quote at 704-664-4838. Erie Insurance. This is Justin Loft, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass here on WSIC TV. Thank you so much for watching us. If you're watching us on uh, digital digital channel 25.2, my brain stopped working for a second, <laughs> um, or on uh, Continuum Cable Channel 4, or you're listening to us on any of the three family of WSIC stations, 100.7, 1400 AM, or 105.9. Uh, and you yourself can actually call into the studio and uh, tell us how you, what you thought about the Vegas weekend. It's 704-873-1400. Uh, feel free to call us and tell us how you what you think about the uh, the Vegas race or the, the, the diehard attitude that is Ryan Newman uh, and uh, anything related to uh, NASCAR, IndyCar, F1, NHRA. We don't care. Go-karts. It's racing. Wheelbarrow racing. Whatever it. you want to talk about, we definitely want to talk about it. Speaking of wheelbarrows, 
Uh, I don't know how that transitioned. <laughs> I can't but wait to I'm see where this to, is going. Uh, well, I was trying to pull up the tweet. The, the, uh, we mentioned before uh, Brennan yeah. called in that Adam Stern uh, sent out a tweet this morning that has the nostalgic fans in NASCAR chomping at the bit to find out what this all means. But there is a plan in the works to possibly reopen North Wilkesboro Speedway. Uh, basically, the, the uh, chairman uh, for the Wilkes County Board of Commissioners uh, wants to kind of revitalize the, the stretch of road uh, leading to the speedway and then in turn, you know, use some of that money to, to get w- North Wilkesboro, basically mow the grass um, and, and uncover the racetrack since it's grown up a lot. Uh, if you watch Dale Jr.'s uh, series that he has um, where he visits old uh, abandoned racetracks, North Wilkesboro is one, that is, one, is one of the episodes on that series. Um, but it basically, it's been closed for over 20 years. But the, the basically, the city council just wants to, you know, put put economy back into Wilkes County, and they want SMI's help. So they reached out to uh, Bruton Smith, Marcus Smith, the guys at S- SMI, and said, "Hey, we've got some tax incentives. We've got some some money, you know, financially within the, the county to play with. If you guys will come down here and kind of, you know, work with us on a plan to get this track back open again, then, you know, there might be something in it for you guys as far as tax incentives or whatever to possibly get NASCAR, a track, or a race back in North Wilkesboro as old school fans scream and yell and, you know, get excited about that. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, would I love to see North Wilkesboro back? Sure. Um, it's, a, it's a short track, and we certainly need more of those. Um, it's a legendary track. We need, we need all kinds of those. Um, here's, here's the problem with, with this. It's going to cost millions and millions of dollars. Um, it's not as, as, as simple as mowing the grass. Uh, you know, you manage somehow to tie the wheelbarrow transition into this perfectly because there will be wheelbarrows full of stuff that you would have to haul out of there. The building, you know, buildings are falling apart. Everything would need to be updated. Um, I mean, the last time North Wilkesboro ran a NASCAR race, um, I'm not even sure there was internet, uh, you know, or barely. I mean, I, I went to, I don't even remember how it's been so long. Um, 20, it says 2010 was when the track first made well, its comeback. So I think that, that know, was a late model race. Late model race and, so. you know, it wasn't in great shape then. I mean, you know, it's, it's, um, it needs a lot of work. Rather, now here's the thing. <laughs> this, this could, I could see where this could catch fire because now at a time when NASCAR is looking for and seems restless for difference. Okay. In other words, they want to go to different tracks. There's a lot of conversation about, you know, next year um, and beyond a lot of these tracks are getting one date. Mm-hmm. That's it. And the second date for a lot of these tracks is going to be filled by dates at other tracks that aren't on the schedule. So you look at this and you say, well, if you were ever going to, if SMI thought that somehow it could recoup a significant amount of both revenue, but also goodwill with the motorsports community as, as a whole, right? right? In bringing this, you know, this would be the time to do it because conditions are favorable. NASCAR's open to different facilities. If, if SMI and Wilkes County, and I have no idea of the numbers or anything else. So I'm just supposing here, if SMI and Wilkes County could work out an arrangement that made sense for everybody, um, 
and SMI thought that it could have North Wilkesboro and maybe Nashville kind of in its pocket as tracks that it could modernize and do whatever had to be done to, to, to make um, NASCAR racing there feasible again. And maybe, you know, I mean, can you imagine if the track were open, you run, <coughs> excuse me, I don't think you'd get a cup date, but you'd run trucks, maybe Xfinity. You could run cars, late model tour. Arca. <laughs> I mean, Arca, sure. Yeah. I mean, um, it, this would be the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure whether we're going to see any progress with this. It's an interesting situation that's developing at an interesting time. And sometimes it is all about timing. We know that SMI has the resources if they wanted to use them, right. obviously, but it's got to make sense. Somehow it's got to make sense. You can't expect SMI to donate this or do this for little or nothing. There's got to be a solid plan. But I'll tell you what, if you want to, if you want to spark to reignite the core fan base of NASCAR, there you go. Right. That was it right there. Right. I mean, so good for Wilkes County to at least make the play and we'll see where it goes. They'll be singing telegrams all over the world now with people. Singing. <laughs> well, the interesting thing for me is, is that I, I, what I would like to see if we're going into this transitional change in 2021 where everything is going to be different, I would like to see all three series run at different tracks, not like I, there, there can be some like, you know, like core group of, you know, this track is going to have all three classes running yeah. at the same time or whatever. But I think what would make the series unique would be to see like where the truck started. The truck started running, you know, tracks that, that don't that have no NASCAR dates at all, you know, Portland and, you know, tracks like that. So what very I, small tracks. Right. That's yeah. what I think we should see is, you know, you you need that progression. Like you start out with the smaller tracks of, you know, Arca trucks. You move up to the intermediate tracks with the Xfinity series, and then you get to the big, the big tracks when you get to the Cup series. Because I don't know if, if anybody really noticed, but Friday night the truck race at Las Vegas was there was nobody in the stands. I mean, it was it was it was almost dead, and that's one of the most exciting races all weekend long. But I think it's because fans just get so tired of having to try to buy tickets to three races on a consecutive weekend at the same track that if they opened up North Worksboro and they put the trucks there. And let the you know let Xfinity and Cut maybe stay at Charlotte or whatever. It would still fans would still drive down to North Wilkesboro to see the trucks because it's a rare event you don't see. Because look what they do with Eldora, trucks is the only event yeah. at Eldora other than yeah. sprint cars, and they pack that place out every year, year after year. I do believe so. you're going to see an Xfinity race at Eldora. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, later. I'm sure. Yeah, Tony Stewart I will do, pay millions that. for that. Through I, I so. think you'll see that. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think again, I I I mostly agree with you. I looked at the crowd on Friday night. It was definitely not full. I don't know if it was terrible. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to make it terrible. terrible. Um, I think it was typical for for a, for a truck series race. Uh, when you consider how many fans that place holds, it's probably half. So plus it rained you know, too. So thirty thousand, forty thousand. That's a pretty darn gone good crowd. You know of of mm -hmm. of people at your racetrack. So. I think NASCAR does need to sort of make each series have its own distinction. Um, and that's why I, I think when you, you have a situation where you got Kyle Busch winning a truck race by seven seconds, you know, I go all the way back to Mark Martin when he used to embarrass the field in the Xfinity series <laughs> with the Winn-Dixie car 20 years ago. Um, I mean, that wasn't even worth paying attention to you. Mm -hmm. If he was in the race, you know, he was going to win by a day and a half. It was just that simple. Um, you know, I think these series can stand on their own. The truck series did for quite a while. 
Um, Brian France had a different vision for what he wanted out of out of the whole thing. And, I, you know, I think it was wrong. And I think everybody knows now that it was wrong. So I think you have a chance now to sort of pull back and course correct. I think the new cup car solves is is intended to and hopefully will solve a lot of the competition problems that we've had. And I think if you can sort of send the Xfinity cars and the truck series more on their own, um, pair them with IndyCar once in a while, ARCA once in a while, those sorts of things, um, then it makes that transition more plausible uh, for some of these short track drivers who want to move up. And But I like where the truck series is, is right now. And um, in terms of the depth of competition, yeah, for now sure. you got Brendan Poole coming back for a right. few races. So, you know, he's going to be a factor. So I think overall it's, it's pretty healthy, but a track like North Wilkesboro would certainly ignite the base for sure. And we may have a phone call. Let's see. Hello, you are on the inside pass. Yes, good morning. Good, good morning. morning, sir. What uh, is this is this the yard sale? No, sir. That uh, ends at eleven o'clock each morning. So you want to call between nine o five and eleven a.m. All right. Well, I apologize. You're you're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Have a great day. All right, Pat Shannon is our rock star here at WSIC, it. and uh, Home Ed is on from nine oh five to eleven each day. So that is, that if you want to buy or sell something, that's the place to do it. Yeah. If you want to buy or sell a race car, then you call this show. Yes, we can. We can put you in the right we'll contact hook you with up. people. Yeah, yeah. We'll I, get you taken care. I can't even sell a window. Apparently, we are going to take a break. <laughs> when we come back on this side, we'll talk about the NASCAR weekend in Vegas and uh, or yeah, in Vegas and get ready for Fontana. We'll be back with more right after this. When you get in your car this afternoon, tune to News Talk 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, and get the latest breaking news and weather for your commute. Listen up, Carolinas. During the President's Day event, there's only one Jeep dealer in the Carolinas that has the largest new Jeep inventory, Lake Norman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. We are the only Jeep dealer in the Carolinas that guarantees we will beat any new Jeep deal. The President's Day event is on now at Lake Norman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, located at I-77 at exit 28, online at LakeNormanChrysler.com. Showers tapering later on today, and it'll be mild, 66, overnight low at 43. Then tomorrow, cloudy with a 30% chance for showers, but mild again with a high of 65. Thursday, the sun comes out, but temps will be cooler. High temps only going to hit about 48 degrees. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Koser. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. From the WSIC News Desk, I'm Margaret Beveridge. Fans were brought to tears Monday morning by the emotional tributes made in remembrance of Kobe and Gianna Bryant, whose lives were celebrated at a public memorial held at Staples Center in downtown L.A. Vanessa Bryant, the wife of Kobe, has filed a wrongful death suit against the helicopter company that carried Kobe and Gianna last month. This is the last week to vote early in the Iredell County primaries. There will not be an election in May. Those voting on March 3rd must vote at their predetermined precinct location. The CIAA tournament kicks off today in the Queen City. After 14 years, this will be the last. 
The tournament will be held in Maryland beginning in 2021. Over the last 14 years, the CIAA tournament has contributed an estimated $600 million in economic impact to the region, including $370 million in direct visitor spending. An estimated 130,000 people come to Charlotte for the tournament. I'm Margaret Beveridge with WSIC News. Financial stuff, it's so confusing. Where do you even start? With a trusted partner who knows the options and can understand your individual needs. That partner is Joshua Doby from the North Main Financial Group in Cornelius and host of North Main Financial, Saturdays at noon on WSIC. Hello, this is Joshua Doby, and I'm excited to share financial education while securing your financial future. Whether it's stocks, bonds, life insurance, partnerships, or anything else, we're here to help. Join me Saturdays at noon and visit us at NorthMainFinancial.com. Hey, this is Brian about town, and join me every Monday morning at 8.30 for our town here on News Talk WSIC. That's 105.9, 100.7, 1400 News Talk WSIC. Hello, race fans. This is Chris Wright. Thanks for listening to these guys. Man, what some great radio hosts. You're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass on WSIC. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about uh, the the home ad show that Pat Shannon hosts before this show airs in the morning. If I haven't actually been able to listen to it, but I, I mean it's on in the studio during you know in yeah, the morning time. So I listen to it every Tom was day. telling me about yeah. it, some of the guests have called in, but yep. it's it's a great, fantastic show. You should, you should check it out. Uh, if if you need if you have to sell anything at all, just yeah. If you're in the local area, Charlotte, Lake Norman area, Statesville, Iredale County, if you've got something to buy or sell, that this is the place to call in the morning. Pat Shannon will get it done for you. But once eleven oh five comes, please don't uh, don't yes. try to get time. Unless it's a race car, yeah, or a racing. If it's seat, racing related, we can racing, help you. If it's not, we'll we'll you know. Yeah. If, but if your buyer is selling anything else, nine oh five to eleven a.m. Pat is our rock star, so give him a call. He will be happy to uh, take your information and help you get that. Depending done. upon what you're selling, we, we might be interested. Yes. Depending upon what it is, yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, the Vegas weekend. Uh, we'll start with Friday night uh, in the Truck Series race, and of course Kyle w- Kyle Busch was on the entry list. So why why would you watch the race? But um, what I took away from this, and we'll talk about what happened after the truck race in a minute. But what I took away from this, uh, number one, was the fact that Kyle wasn't as dominant as he normally is in those truck races, and you got to feel for Sheldon Creed. I mean, that kid was this close to to passing him for the lead, which probably would have gained him about 40,000 followers on Twitter just because he passed Kyle Busch <laughs> on, during the green flag run. But if he hadn't gotten loose, who knows what would have happened. But then again, had he gotten loose faster and wrecked Kyle Busch, he probably would have gained another 50,000 tw- followers on Twitter. <laughs> so, I mean, I know Sheldon's not that kind of guy, but just just what, just what seeing what he did there shows how much he's grown just in the last year because I don't think the Sheldon Creed last year would have been able to hold that truck the way that he did. Well, I agree. That, so. uh, Sheldon has grown into his feet. you got to remember, mm-hmm. Sheldon came from off-road. Right, exactly. An off-road environment. Completely different mindset mm-hmm. than, you know, what you have in NASCAR. But oh. he, he became, um, he, he, he won the ARCA championship. And, um, you know, and he's been in trucks now. This is his second full year. Uh, and I think Sheldon's ready to go win some races. Now, with that being said, I don't, I mean, I, I, I love seeing that. But Kyle Busch, I believe, was pretty much in control the entire time. He knew how to put Sheldon in that position to to make him lose. Kyle is Kyle. The the reason why it's so hard to watch Kyle in a truck race, unless you're a Kyle fan, is because Kyle is 
he may be the best driver in NASCAR period right now. His experience, his knowledge of the trucks, he helps build the trucks. He understands how the trucks work very intimately, far more so than probably 90% of his competitors. Mm -hmm. So when you combine all that, you put him in the truck in a race he wins by seven seconds. Right, and then exactly. that's, you know, that's, right. it, you can say, well, it's good for the, the other guys to have him. Um, but who knows? I think we have a phone call. Let's see if somebody's buying or selling something. I'm sure they're <laughs> going to do that, whether it's merchandise or not. Welcome to the Inside Pass. Hello. Hey there, it's Jesse. Hedder from Shane Harris Nation. Uh, yeah, I got to go to next to the last race in Wilkesboro. Uh, yes, sir. The uh, firecracker, I think it was 400 it was. Okay. I think old Harry Gant was on his big winning streak with uh, Earnhardt in the last lap coming around. Good old Gant's brakes went out. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> That's that, not good. That happened a lot with Dale, oh, didn't it? Yes, he it had did. a lot of brake problems oh, in his car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he was like last lap. Earnhardt sure. come in for the, took the win. And he was like uh, trying to get his five. Uh, William Street in, yeah. in a row there. So, the, uh, yeah, getting back to the Wilkesboro, I mean, uh, a lot of the, the danger of high speed racing uh, versus good turns, uh, trading paint, that's racing, you know? Yeah. And I think they, they really need to get back in the, to the short tracks more. Well, I, I think we both would agree because Randy and I both come from a short track environment. Absolutely. Um, and we've both done some racing on the short tracks, Randy and big cars more than me. I spent most of mine in carts. But, um, but I think we both agree with you in principle. I don't think NASCAR intends to abandon the high-speed tracks, but I do think that um, they recognize that there yeah, needs to be dangerous. a better balance mm-hmm. is really what what they're looking for. Um, you know, the danger has always been there. I mean, it, it was there from the first time we ran Daytona or Talladega, and it's still there now. Um, and, you know, I think I, I don't know so much that it's the danger that's I think NASCAR just understands that we got to put the variety back. You know, the fans want to see less mile and a half yeah. and more, you know, under a miles. And I, and so when, you know, when we heard about this Wilkes County situation with SMI, that's why I said earlier, I think if, if there is a time, it's just so much more, you know, so much more action in a short yeah. track yep. race. Uh, yeah. Watching 600 miles of, running gas out you know yeah. versus uh let's 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 have a good race short track race you know totally agree uh, with you yeah 100 percent. um you know and i think i think that track is you know the one track that the fans have been screaming for for you know exactly. well, since it closed so uh, this would be the perfect time for someone to sort of be the hero in in that scenario and be the one to revive it and bring it back. Getting, getting back to the roots. I mean, yeah. uh, I know it would be expensive yeah. to uh, fix up a track, make it all pretty and new, but that ain't where NASCAR came from. I mean, you know, yeah. it come from, from uh, guys getting out and just having a good time yeah. and running yep. around the track and, you know, uh, eventually started making money at it. You are so right. We agree. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's all about having a good time too, you know. It is. Right. And and I think that's um you know, again, it's right here in the in the heart of NASCAR country and I 
Well, it would be interesting. Today. You know, it'd be nice to see uh, one or two parties, you know, from a corporate side step forward and say, hey, if yeah. you're willing to do this, we'll, we'll throw in and help you. Because, again, if this were to happen, whoever is responsible yeah. for it would be hailed as heroes. Oh, yeah. You know, for, for, sure. for bringing uh, back right. the track. Old school fans so would definitely be buying their there, products. Yeah, there's oh. a real PR and branding uh reason to do it but it's it's got to make sense financially for everybody involved so we'll see but we appreciate your call sir and appreciate you yes, listening sir, you to us every day, week yeah, you too thank you, you. Too, jesse uh so that's cool to see that's yeah. that really cool yeah. uh so uh anyway going back to the truck series race what i said about what happened after the race so apparently after kyle won the race a lot of people were on twitter and social media you know i guess complaining that he won his sixth consecutive race so kevin harvick took it upon himself to say okay fine I'll put up $50,000 if somebody can go at one of the races remaining in Kyle's uh, season that he's running in the truck series and beat him, I will give you $50,000. Well, hang on, because you didn't say that right. He specifically said any full-time cup series that's true. race. Yes, that is true. Yeah, which ha- is, they have to be a full-time That's cup my race. problem yes. with what he did. If he, What that's he true. should have said is the first truck series regular right. that could beat Kyle Busch. Um because Jordan Anderson can use fifty grand right, exactly. a whole lot more than Denny Hamlin or That's whoever true. else would go and. Um, but Denny has already said that if he can find a sponsor the next week, he's in for Richmond. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, and, and they talked about John Hunter Nemechek, who okay, he's a full time Cup regular, but he hasn't won a Cup race yet. He could use fifty thousand um, dollars. And and well, sure, I mean, his dad could certainly dad the operation. Yes. Um, but you know, John Hunter is still as much of a truck racer as he is anything else. Right. Um, so I don't know. I I just I I thought it was funny, but I I think it would be more productive if you if you opened, opened it, it up yeah, to yeah. you know anyone For who sure. can beat Kyle Busch. Um, cause Marcus, Marcus Lamonis, <coughs> excuse me, from Gander RV and outdoors came right back and, and doubled it. Oh, he so said, I'll throw in 50. Oh, so wow. now it's a hundred grand. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. hundred thousand uh, dollars. So uh, some other news from the truck series race, uh, Zane Smith finished in sixth. Gilliland was seventh, Tanner Gray eighth, all had good runs uh, to keep their streaks going as well. Um, and so the, the truck series is off for the next couple of weeks. They run uh, Atlanta next, yeah. which is in three weeks uh, time down in Atlanta. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Chase Briscoe won the Xfinity race uh, on Sunday night after the cup race. So the SHR continuing run. their streak uh, from their 2019 performance. Uh, a good job for Ryan Sieg. He finished in third. Three of the four JRM cars finished in the top ten. The only one exception was, uh, unfortunately, Daniel Hemrick, who uh, suffered a tire issue and, and hit the wall and had to be uh, listed as out of the race. But uh, another great race for them, and I, I think it's safe to say that uh, Chase Briscoe is just going to keep going where Kyle Will yeah. Custer picked up uh, and left off last year. So uh, moving over to the Cup Series, uh, Joey Logano won his second straight early Vegas race, a uh, pretty crazy ending to the race with uh, what, four to three to go or whatever in that restart where everybody got all out of control and bunch of cars got hit, but uh, I have to say congratulations to uh, Matt Benedetto. He finished second, his career yep. best run. Yep. Um, it's my understanding he's having his smile surgically repaired this morning uh, because he has he's had a smile on his face <laughs> since since, uh, since late He had out, a so. smile for more than four hours, so he, now he had to go to yeah, the doctor. You should probably get that looked at, Matt, because <laughs> I don't know if that's a good, that's a good thing <laughs> or not. But I know he is super happy. Uh, I love Matt to death. He's such a great guy. And uh, he's going to get a win uh, really, oh, no really, doubt. really soon. He's going to no get doubt. a win. So, And, I, and I'm going to tell you, Christopher Bell crashed in that race. But he had gone from mid-20s where he started up into the top 10. Mm-hmm. He's also going to get a win. Yeah, yeah um, he will. 
you know that sure. that he made a save in that race when that car got out of control. He made he must have been a hockey goalie in a previous life. He made an amazing save. I mean, you know that that kid has so much talent. Um, yeah, the, I I think both Matt in the twenty one and Chris in the ninety five are going to get wins before this year's yeah, out. Uh, Chase Elliott was pretty much the star of the show, though. I mean, he yeah, pretty much he dominated the first yep. half of the race until mm-hmm. he had a tire issue that relegated him to his twenty sixth place run. But you got to give credit to Ricky Stenhouse, who finished third. Austin Dillon was fourth. Jimmy finished fifth. Yep. Uh, Bubba Wallace was sixth. Ty Dillon was tenth. So this is the second consecutive week where the top ten is just a bunch of, you know, a mangled mess Different of drivers. Names, are doing which different. I like. I love that. Yeah. It, it means that the performance issues that we pr- were played with last year with Toyota dominating aren't necessarily happening there. And what I was really looking forward to is I was hoping a Chevrolet would win because at Daytona we had all three manufacturers of yep. Victory Lane and we were two of the three in uh, in Las Vegas. So it shows that all three manufacturers are really battling uh, for supremacy this year, and that's great to see because that means competition levels are getting I also up, think so. Hendrick Motorsports can be said they're back now. Oh, yeah. Bowman had a great for charge. Sure. Elliott was up there. Byron mm-hmm. was up there for a while, and Johnson certainly had a shot to win. Um you know, I, I think they're I think they're back. Um, you know, and and I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with uh, throughout the rest of this year. Now, don't be surprised if you see uh, this weekend NASCARs in Fontana, California. Don't be surprised if you see a lot of uh, Kobe Bryant themed things going on. I know there's a couple of uh, teams who've already said they're having special paint schemes uh, with the yep. yellow and purple. Um, and there's a bunch of midway stuff going on with uh, they're, they're doing a big like mural thing on the wall that you sign and then they're going to donate that to uh, the, the Mamba Foundation. So uh, a lot of cool things going on in Fontana this weekend uh, in memory of Kobe Bryant. So that's cool there too as well. Yep. Uh, so uh, we got about two minutes left. I want to get to some of the white flag stuff real quick, uh, which is uh, basically our rapid fire thing. Uh, who do you think is the next Thor Sport truck to see uh, victory lane? Oh, wow. Um, They've all had I'll, pretty I'll, decent runs. I'll just oh, take a shot and say Ben Rhodes. See, I was going to say Ben Rhodes, too. I think he's due for a win. Yeah, uh, I would love to see him a coin there. Uh, the next surprise truck finisher, somebody who doesn't normally finish in the top ten, like a Jordan Anderson or a— Here's you know. one for you. Spencer Davis just started with his yeah, own team with Toyota backing, yeah. and there's a young man. He was top ten last week mm-hmm. during the race— you give him a couple weeks, they'll figure it out, and he's gonna sh- he's gonna surprise a lot of people. Right. The number of wins that Noah Gregson's gonna have this year. Had another great run in Las Vegas, by the way. I'll say three. Three. He gets okay. two more. Where is Matt's first win and Wood Brothers' one hundredth win gonna come from? If you uh, had to take a I'll say Pocono. Pocono, because it runs that car runs well there. I think uh, I think you can pretty much pick any track, really. Yeah, I mean, well, that's yeah, Matt's, just, Matt's gonna, Matt's gonna I he's got he's, two chances. He's gonna win more than one, I think. Yeah, for for sure, for sure, at least one. Right. So uh, we will uh, talk to you guys next week. We want to thank Brandon Poole for joining us, and uh, hopefully, good best of luck to him next week. We're gonna take it local and have uh, Chris Regal from the Car Series uh, with us. Uh, he's the Car Series is getting ready to start back up, so we'll talk to him about that. For Tom Baker, I'm Randy Miller. We'll see you Thursday on Madness. Have a great week, everybody. News Talk for Davidson. This is 105.9 FM, 100.7 FM, and 1400 AM. WSIC Statesville.